You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now instead of staying stuck in wishing and hoping and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And if you haven't taken our free course yet, Unburdened, Finding Balance, Living Alongside Autism, make sure you click the link in the show notes. It's www.notyouraverageautismmom.com forward slash free course and get registered. My name is Shannon Urquiola and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. And in this free course, I teach you things that I learned along the way that changed my life. And I live this autism parenting journey day in and day out, just like you. All right, stay with me and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 120, Our Relationships with Our Autistic Children. Well, hello there, my friends. Thank you for being here with me today. You know, I am always grateful. And before I get started, um, just a couple of things. First, if you haven't hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform, do that now. So you'll always know when there's a new episode. And if you still have not written a review, what are you waiting for? I would really appreciate it. And it only takes like two minutes. Just give us a review and tell us what you think about the podcast. And when you do that, you are paying it forward so that other moms just like us can also listen to the podcast. And lastly, I want to invite you to join me for a free webinar that I'm doing later this month, which we're super excited about. Um, You can head over to, you can go to www.notyouraverageautismmom.com backslash webinar to get all the details and get registered. And I will also drop the link in the show notes just to make it easy for you. All right. So let's get on to today's episode. So on last week's episode, when I talked to Jordan's sister, Maddie, I told you that this week I was going to talk about the differences in the relationships that we have with our autistic children. And we actually have quite a few of our Not Your Average Autism Moms who are kind of going through this right now. And I've actually been doing some coaching with them around this topic. So I thought that probably some of you, some of our listeners might be having this same challenge. So today I want to talk about how in order for you to really embrace your relationship with your autistic child you have to first accept that it is not going to look like or probably even resemble the relationship that you have with your other children who are not on the spectrum if you have other children. Now, some of our moms have twins and both of them are on the spectrum. And I believe that much of what I'm going to talk about will be helpful for you too. So stay with me. And Honestly, even if your child who is on the spectrum is your only child, you need to hear what I'm going to share. And you know, I'm known for getting to the point on our podcast. And also it's 20 minutes or less of your time. So just don't go anywhere. 
So I want to start out by saying, you know, the mother-child relationship is a unique bond that lays the foundation for a child's physical, emotional, social development. But when you add in autism, there is a layer that can create confusion for us as their parent, right? Because maybe your child is nonverbal or limited verbally or just struggles to connect either emotionally, physically, socially, or all of the above. And when that is part of our dynamic, many times as moms, we are just longing to have that more traditional closeness that maybe you have with your other children or with your own mother. And what I can tell you is that if you stay stuck in that place of wishing it were different, you are never going to be able to accept and love it for what it is. And I don't think you want that. So what I want to offer you today is what if you just accept that it isn't going to look like any other relationship in your life? What would that mean for you? Would it mean that you would look for the moments in the relationship where you could feel the love? Would it mean that while those moments may not look like what you pictured, you could believe that your child was loving you so big in that moment? You know, honestly, parenting, while, you know, it's absolutely the most fulfilling job we will ever have, there are challenges. And if you parent, if you know, if you're a parent to more than one child, none of those relationships will mirror each other. Your relationship with your child will not mirror that of you and your parent. And honestly, it just isn't possible because we are all individuals with individual needs and desires. Do you ever blame yourself because you think that if you had a stronger bond with your child or, you know, quote, a closer relationship, they might not struggle as much? If that is you, please stop doing that to yourself. They are not struggling because of your relationship with them. They are struggling because of the unique challenges they face each and every day living on the spectrum. And it's our job as their mom to help them navigate those challenges the best we know how. And as much as you want to, and I know you do, you cannot fix all the things. You cannot eliminate their challenges. You can just help them navigate them the best that you know how. Another thing that I think is worth mentioning is that Forming a healthy and safe attachment with your child begins with you taking care of yourself as a mom. As mom, you're likely running on all cylinders, right? And I want you to know that busyness and stress can take a toll on you and the way you react to everyday things in your life. You know, if you think about it, we're tasked with providing our children, right, all of the basic needs, food, water, shelter, sleep. So let me ask you, are you providing yourself with those basic needs? Just something to ask yourself. 
Our children often think, speak, and behave differently. And because of that, we don't always know how to connect with them, right? They usually don't have the same interests that, quote, typical children do. So normal play, having back and forth conversations, talking about their thoughts and feelings, enjoying sporting events together, those things don't always come naturally if they come at all. One of the most important lessons that I think you can learn is that assuming their thoughts and feelings is never a good idea. And I want to tell you why. Many of our kids don't show emotions in the way that we do. They might not have voice fluctuations if they're verbal at all. And facial expressions and body language often leave us feeling even more confused. So assuming that we know what they are thinking or feeling often leads us to being wrong, unfortunately. With our kids on the spectrum, we have to think outside of that typical box in so many areas. And it's no different when it comes to connection. Because here's the thing. It's not unusual for us as a parent to automatically impose our interests on our children, right? I mean, think about it. Maybe with your typical child, she picked up your love of reading or swimming or from a young age, of course he became became a fan of the same sports you know, team or he picked up fishing just like his dad. And yes, all of that is common and somewhat normal, right? But for our children with autism, who generally aren't followers and have their own interest, which sometimes appears to us that they're just self-absorbed and have no interest in the things that we're interested in, we have to take the initiative to step into their world and find a way to connect. I know so many parents who are exhausted from their kids wanting to play with them all the time, right? And I know that so many of us, maybe even you, would give one of our limbs if our child would actually ask us to play with them. I promise you, I never played tag or hide and seek with Jordan. He never initiated interactive play and imaginative play. Forget it. He had zero concept and still doesn't get that whole imagination thing. What I do want you to do is I want you to try something. And then I want you to try something different. And then one more time, I want you to try something again. This journey is full of changes and ups and downs. Just because he doesn't want to do it now doesn't mean that in six months or a year, he might not love it. And listen, I know you know this, but you have to be patient. Very, very patient. And another thing, I want you to really pay attention to what your expectations are. So many times we set our expectations to this point Um, where we're only going to be disappointed. So start small. Don't expect 20 minutes. Try for three minutes. Remember, our kids, for the most part, really have difficulty with change and new things. So whatever you're doing, just start small. Don't expect to sit down and do a whole puzzle. 
three minutes. One of the things that Jordan still does to this day is punch my arm when he sees a Volkswagen bug. That's a game that he took on at a very young age. And even now, we'll be cruising down the road and out of nowhere, he'll just reach over, punch me and say, punch buggy, no punch bugs. This is one of our moments that I talked about earlier. One of our moments that I have decided to believe that this is one of those moments when he is showing me his love. Does it look different? Yep, it does. But I promise it is always followed by my heart lighting up and a smile from ear to ear because I have decided that is one of those times where he is loving me in his way. Now, I'm sure you probably don't even have to think very hard to come up with what those moments look like for you. Maybe it's that quirky, you know, you know, smirk grin that they have when they peek their head out of their bedroom door in the morning or at night before they go to bed. Or maybe it's that very untraditional way they wake you up in the morning or come running off the bus in the afternoon asking for their favorite snack. I want you to look for those moments because when you embrace those moments as the ones where you are connecting in their way, That's when you allow yourself to feel more connected instead of expecting it to mirror another relationship. You have to allow it to be unique. You have to accept it for what it is. Another thing is that, look, we get tired, right? I get it. Trust me, I get it. But I want to caution you to be careful if you catch yourself in a cycle of, you know, doing that same thing over and over again with your child without allowing you and her or him to grow together and try different things. You know, sometimes it's easy to keep doing that same thing that they like. I mean, they like it and it's easy, but you have to remember your child is growing and changing. And even though familiar is good and comfortable, sometimes you have to push outside of that comfort zone for them to grow. Another thing to remember is that a bond formed through the process of attachment, and it's characterized most often by affection and trust. So here's the thing. Your relationship might not be full of affection. I can tell you, mine isn't, and that's okay. I want you to remember that different is just that. It's different, but it isn't bad. So stop telling yourself that it's bad because it's different, or that you're not bonding, or that you don't have that relationship. Because you do. It's just different. You know, when I was preparing for this episode, (laughs) I was thinking about all of the intimate ways that Maddie and I connect and have connected through the years. And as I reflected, it also brought to light for me that Jordan and I don't experience those intimate moments and we never have. You know, he's not a conversationalist. So besides sharing his wants and needs that solely reside around him or him telling me about a rocket launch or a new Ninja Warrior or Fear Factor show, 
That's it. Maddie and I, on the other hand, have spent countless days through the years, snuggled up on the couch with blankets and pillows on rainy days, watching movies or binging on a Netflix series. And I treasure those moments. And I love when she calls me out of the blue to ask for my advice or so I can coach her off a cliff because no one knows her like her mom does. And she knows that. When she shows up on a Saturday and we just stand in the kitchen and hug for countless minutes, I squeeze her butt because she has the best butt ever. No, literally, she does. (laughs) And I kiss her on the lips because, well, I can, and that's just what I do. That is our relationship. And I love and adore our relationship. And I'm so thankful God gave me her. But what I want you to know is that I love and adore my relationship with Jordan and am so thankful that God gave me him. And my relationship with Jordan looks nothing like that. And honestly, it never has. I mean, looking back when they were little, you know, I remember Saturday mornings watching cartoons or movies together here and there, but it's just different. It's nothing like my relationship with Maddie. And if I get a hug from Jordan, it's 2.5 seconds and I better not hug too tight because that is super uncomfortable for him. But do you see how if I spent all my time longing to have the same relationship with Jordan that I do with Maddie, I would stay super sad and disappointed? So I want you to ask yourself, are you doing that to yourself? Do you find yourself asking yourself any of those terrible questions like, why is my relationship with him so hard? Or why can't I have a relationship with her like I do with my other child? Or why can't my relationship with her be like mine with my mom? Or what about this one? Why can't he just act like he loves me? Or why can't she show me that she loves me? You have to ask yourself better questions to get better answers. I just did a coaching on this for our moms last week, and it really opened their eyes to the questions they were asking themselves that were just resulting in them feeling terrible. So pay attention to that. Take note of the questions that you're asking. You have to accept that your relationship with your autistic children is going to be different. And if you have more than one child on the spectrum, Melissa and Tynan, yes, I am talking to you. (laughs) You will be navigating your relationships with each one of them individually. And it's important that you don't have the expectation that they will resemble each other. They won't. Each of them will show up in their relationship with you in their own way. And for all of you, find those special moments. Seek them out and notice them and be open to allowing them to love you in their own special way without expecting it to look any certain way. The thing that I want you to take away from today is that For so many of you, you have to do the work to believe that your child loves you above anything else. 
Because if you spend your time wondering or questioning, if you doubt it, if you're asking yourself if they really love you or, you know, how come he doesn't ever tell me he loves me, your brain will always give you evidence of what you're asking. Instead, remind yourself over and over again that of course they love you. And for all of our Not Your Average Autism moms, you know, write it, write it, write it. I am a big believer in journaling. So I always encourage you to write down three reasons every day why they are an amazing mom. And I encourage you guys to do the same. But if you are someone who questions if your child loves you or if they miss you when you're gone, or would they really, really be sad and miss you if, God forbid, something happened to you, stop asking yourself those questions. And instead, I want you to tell yourself all the reasons that they do love you, even when they can't tell you or show you in traditional ways. And listen, I say all of this from experience and with a lot of love because I spent years asking myself those questions, the wrong questions. And when I finally realized that if I just changed the narrative I had with myself, I felt so much better. It changed my life. I stopped wondering, I stopped doubting and questioning because I decided on purpose what I was going to believe. Jordan would never tell me that he missed me. He doesn't show emotion. Now, nowadays, he'll tell me that he loves me at night before I go to bed, but it's only after I say it. And there are a lot of times I have to ask him, right, to remind him to say it. But here is what I know. I know that he loves me. There is no one in this world who he is more connected to than me. And still, he doesn't outwardly show it. The difference now is because I know, because I believe it, I don't need for him to do anything for me to know and believe that he loves me. And that, my friends, is where I want you to be. You can get there. I promise. All right. Thank you so much. I hope this episode has been helpful. I hope you enjoyed your time with me. And I hope that you go into this week seeking out those special moments and doing the work, accepting the relationships just as they are supposed to be with an open heart and mind and a willingness to do the work that will change your life and make every day a little better than the day before. And don't forget, if you want to attend my free webinar this month, all you have to do is go to www.notyouraverageautismom.com backslash webinar to register, or you can just click the link in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Until next week, have a great week. And remember, above all, you, mama, are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to ask you to take a minute and write a review. That's how we reach more moms just like us. And that is how you can pay it forward to help another mom who might be struggling right now. 
I also want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom membership. That's where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become Not Your Average Autism Mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website, www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And listen, if we're not open for new members right now, make sure you join the wait list. So you're the first to know when we open. We hope you do. We would love to work with you inside.